Greetings, fellow wanderers in the fourth dimension. This is the Great Show in the Galaxy. I'm Michael Mould, and uh, joined as always, and she turned me into a newt. It's Emma Foster. A witch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Witchfinders. Yay! Um, I was somewhat nerding out about this because I'm so sorry about this, guys. Uh, but um, when I did my history A level, mm-hmm. um, would you like to know what we specialised in? It oh, was mm. the study of witchcraft <laughs> oh. uh, because uh, what it was my um my my a, my A level history teacher was a PhD and he had written his thesis on um the history of the witch trials mm-hmm. and you know throughout Europe and things like that so um there's there was a module available for that in our uh, in our uh, A level spe- uh, curriculum so that's what we did so I mean I will admit it was a long time ago now unfortunately <laughs> that I did this. But some of that stuff has stuck. So I was I was ready to be exceedingly pedantic about <laughs> um, about some of the stuff. This was actually quite quite good um, mm. in terms of uh, kind of. I mean, obviously there were some liberties taken. I I, I mean, James the first was uh, pretty enthusiastic about uh, getting rid of witches. I mean, maybe not quite as hands on as the episode <laughs> would have you believe. Mm. Um, but he had like um, lots of gear and all that sort of thing. So yeah. he was sort of more of a you know, kind of, you know, make a model railway kind of guy rather mm-hmm. than actually drive a train kind of guy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get more into that. So um, I was prepared to be incredibly annoying about how, actually, I think you'll find that they did that it wasn't too bad, actually, which I sort of mm. appreciated mm. Um, because, I mean, as we've talked about last week, um, they're definitely aiming for a more um they're sort of trying to bring a bit more of the educational remit back in mm-hmm. and i think that um that that is sort of reflected in sort of a, a mostly i mean they didn't go into it too much it wasn't much to be inaccurate about mm. but um, a mostly accurate portrayal of um witch finding in that time yeah. um uh, i mean because i was uh having a chat with chuck as well about this about um i wonder if they'll be really boring and say like burn the witch we don't burn witches no. Burnings for heretics. Hmm. Hang witches. Hang or press them. Yeah. Um, so it's important yeah, it, to get it right. It is important to get it right, especially when people like me writing to BBC. I was saying, oh, dear I'll BBC, say, I think you'll find uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, yes, I was. Um, I think just on on the first blush, and because uh, I, I, again, sort of full disclosure to our lovely listeners, this one is fresh out the kitchen. We're hmm. recording this. Pretty soon after this finished, so hopefully we don't sort of uh, uh, look over something that we may have uh, caught on a rewatch or something like that. But um, yes, we were. Uh, I overall, I was quite impressed by this one. I really enjoyed it, mm. and I wasn't because I wasn't sure what to expect almost because I thought they can go super dark with this. Mm-hmm. Or they could really go like, is this going to be Blackadder one and the witch smell of perceiving and all this sort of thing, <laughs> um, because it could have gone either way. Mm. And um, I think it was the right amount of dark. I think they could have gone. I mean, because in in Britain we've got quite the tradition of folk horror, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, if you've been question mark unfortunate enough to sit through the film the witchfinder general um <laughs> which i have um it um it was pretty grim and mm. it can you know and it can be i thought they might go too far with it like yeah. it's going to be too dark because this was some gnarly shit when it was going down yeah, oh yeah um and uh yeah but i feel like they they kind of caught the they caught it just about right it was just it was just on the edge of too dark for tea time but mm-hmm. they kind of walked the line 
pretty well as far as I'm concerned. So what do you make of it? I enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed yes. it. Like you say, yeah, there was important they had to find a balance. Like you don't want to go like too grim dark, but mm. at the same time, it, it's it's a bit of an odd one this for me because it's trying to be all sorts of different things, right? And I mean, it worked. I I, I did enjoy it. Um, like you say, it's like some like very effective like shots, like like the the like the looks of like the scenery. I mean, there's one shot where you're looking up at the tree canopy and it's just all bare of like branches and all that. It's like really like great atmospherics. Mm. Um, and you've got like the campiness of Alan Cumming as King James and we'll get to him a bit. And I, I, I like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, right. But I, I don't know. I'm just sort of like left feeling a bit sort of, I don't know where I'm, I understand it. I mean, I definitely liked it though. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I mean, once again, I think if, if I've sort of, again, on sort of the first blush, I think that, Maybe the pacing was a little bit um, unhelpful in this one yeah. um, because, the, you know, I sort of, it's one of those things I sort of looked at the, I mean, because the, the, the program has got an extra five minutes these days. Mm-hmm. So the point where you would have thought that um, the episode stopped, there was a bit more of it yet let to go. It was mm-hmm. actually the conclusion of the whole episode. Um, but it's, it's a half hour out of a 50 minute program before, um, you're really starting to get into the meat of it. And there's a lot of, you know, kind of wandering around and trying to figure out the mystery. And then mm-hmm. it kind of goes, blah, 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 again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And say, so, I mean, the fact that you kind of get that sort of abrupt stop mm-hmm. where, you know, normally the episode would like, okay, the episode's done here. So, oh no, there's another five minutes of the actual conclusion mm-hmm. and then the end. Yeah. I so think, yeah, I, think, I think that's the yeah. problem. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Can we talk about, the villain of the piece, the Morax. Yes, let's do that. I, I like the idea. I like how, like, they're sort of imprisoned on it on on Earth, and you know, yes. it just it's just like sheer bad luck or coincidence that um, Becca Savage happens to cut down the, the very tree or you know tree like device that was imprisoning them there. Yeah, but I, I don't know about these guys. Right. It's kind of hard for me to put my finger on. It's like, they're just sort of... They're, I kind of wish they'd just stuck to being, like, the mud creatures rather than... I mean, I don't mind them, like, possessing people. I think it's when, like, Beck gets taken over by the Queen yes. herself. I mean, it's a, like, a great idea. Like, it's certainly, like, all the stuff building up to it, you know, when you've got, like, the, the, the tears of mud coming from her eye and all that, or just got the wound on her leg, and that's all very effective. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's the fact that they're sort of, like, sentient. I don't know. Is, is it because you sort of... I mean, I sort of felt a little bit like they're kind of... It's like, this is Doctor Who, therefore we must have an alien in it. Yeah. Would it have... I think I think maybe it would have been more effective if she had just been... You know, she cut down this tree, but for some reason this tree has some sort of ancient virus in it. And yeah. by attack, you know, by hitting it with an axe, it's sort of, you know, there's some sort of defense system. You know, it's a little bit Evil Dead, but yeah, I mean, you know, and the tree lashes out at her, and and this is what, and she, and from that she gets some sort of infection from it, and that's where well, you know the tears of mud, and mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I thought was cool as fuck, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that was and cool. um, you know, the fact that she wants her manky leg whipped off, but you know, a granny won't do it, mm-hmm. and. Um, um, all this sort of thing. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I think I would have preferred it had been... Really, I mean, I would have tied in with the supernatural nature of the episode. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be about aliens. I mean, and yes, it's Doctor Who, so, you know, obviously you've got to have an alien threat. But, you know, it's sort yeah. of like... Um, what was that episode of the X? Was it Darkness Falls, I think it was called? Oh, Darkness Falls, the one with the uh, the bugs in the tree that they cut down. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it kind of desiccates people. Yeah, that is Darkness Falls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that would have been absolutely great, you know. It could have just been yeah. some sort of, like, primeval sort of low life form that's, you know, against all odds, sort of, like, just sort of managed to survive somehow and just happened to be in this tree and, yeah. you know, cut it down. Um, yeah, I mean, because... Yeah, I mean, sure, I still have it, like, possess the the dead and that, because that was quite cool. Yeah, that was cool, and mm-hmm. that sort of provides a, that provides an explanation as to why the crops are failing, why mm-hmm. animals are dying, perhaps, because, yeah. you know, the, the virus is out, so, you know, it's infecting the area, and then that's why everyone's got to leave, and we'll never speak of this again, sort mm. of thing. So, I mean, I'm just thinking of this now, but if I, again, looking back over the series as we're now in it, um, and we're sort of now rushing towards uh, the end, uh, mm. sadly. Um, I think if there's a, there's a weakness that we, we should discuss, maybe it's they sort of feel the need to explain everything all the time. Mm. That you can't sort of... They seem to be kind of worried about leaving things ambiguous. Yeah. Does that make sense or is that yeah. unfair? Hmm. I mean, cause, yeah, I mean... I can understand why they want to make sure everything's sort of explained or have yeah. a reason behind it. But sometimes I think mm. it's better when you don't. And then it's it's like it's okay to like not have an explanation for anything. Yeah, I mean I do wonder if sometimes they're sort of worried about because obviously this is kind of breaking new ground with the female doctor. I mean we'll talk about cuz I mean finally they use her gender against her. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not excessive. I mean obviously we'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah. um yeah, I mean, I think for some reason they're worried about, like, having this doctor go, I don't know. Yeah. Um, when uh, nearly every other doctor has had to do that at some point. Yeah. Because um, he didn't. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, with with this, I mean, I don't know, if, like say, because it's all so new and, um, you know, they, they feel like they've got a lot to prove. They kind of almost can't just leave things be weird and unexplained mm. uh, sometimes they just have to go oh, I don't fucking know just leave bye <laughs> and um, yeah it's uh, um, yeah I just wonder if they're, they're sort of worried about some sort of criticism like oh bloody woman don't know what you're talking about um, <laughs> that they sort of feel the need to explain every little thing mm. yeah um, and I don't, again I don't know they, because they're trying to get to like a, a newer maybe younger audience yeah, maybe they're just like worried about oh, you know, the kids will just be asking questions to the parents, and the parents won't know, and then they'll think oh, it's just bad writing. Yeah, see, I think that's one of the problems I think people had with sort of like Doctor Who, like early on in his revivals. You know, the Doctor's a bit of a know-it-all. Mm. Shall we move on to Jodie? Yes, let's do that because I I really enjoyed Jodie in this one actually, mm. and. Um, Again, we've not seen... I mean, she's getting cross with people, but not fully going apeshit at people yet. And Mm. um, I'm still waiting for that to see how that goes. But, um, uh, I mean, we we knew gender was going to come up at some point. It was just inevitable. And I think that this was maybe the best one they could have done it in. Mm -hmm. Because although men were um, accused of witchcraft, 
Yeah. It was overwhelmingly oh, women, yeah. overwhelmingly. And uh, sexism was part of that. So the stuff that James is talking about, this kind of whole female thing about, oh, you're nosy and gossipy. And it was that was stuff that was used against women to persecute them in the witch in witch trials anyway. So that is entirely, you know, authentic. Mm-hmm. So saying that, I mean, I'm sure there's probably going to people be like, why bring up at all? But you can't not bring it up because no. of where they are and what's going on. Yeah. So I think that, um, and I think there, I think there'll probably be some people who will not like that she went. Oh yeah, okay, just you know, sort of says you know, this is Graham is the witch finder thing, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think she sort of had to in that moment, and so I'm not mad at it. I mean, I don't know what you think. Yeah, I. You don't expect the doctor to kick up more of a fuss. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Because, but she doesn't. And I thought that was quite interesting. Um, she, I mean, she does get like moments where she like laments, you know, honestly, if I was still a bloke, I could get on with the job and not have to waste time defending myself. Um, and that's great. And, you know, the the fact that when she flashes the psychic paper at King James again, it sort of, it sort of edits itself in his own mind, sort of, somehow. Yeah. Well, because um, that's the thing. I mean, the, the psychic paper is meant to sort of show the person yeah, what they want who, to see, who they what they want to see. Mm. So his his own prejudice will alter what's on it. So, yeah. whereas obviously um, the the lady of the manor sort of thing, probably having eaten some a big bowl of shit about that, having you know being the the widow and mm-hmm. looking and uh, now having a property and all this sort of the the bullshit that comes with that, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of went oh you another woman are the witch finder sort of thing so mm. uh or the the witch finder general um so i mean good i wish my uh, i mean i wish my memory for dates was better because matthew hopkins it must have been after or before this i can't remember oh i'm sorry i'm sorry sir i can't remember <laughs> uh, it was a long time ago um but uh, yeah matthew hopkins is sort of the most famous infamous uh, witch finder mm-hmm. sort of self-appointed witch finder general um but uh yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, unfortunately, uh, this is the, 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 the line that res- resonated with me most was when the doctor sort of storms upstairs, like, you know, about being a woman, you know, say if you're not getting kills, you're getting patronised to, to death. death. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, yep, speak on it, sister. Yeah. Yeah, that was an excellent line. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Um, also, again, I thought that I thought of you when this line popped up. Mm-hmm. Um when Yaz gets sent for family li- liaison, <laughs> which is obviously the, a police a bit of police speak there, which I, yeah. I mean, again, which I sort of thought. And this um, this element of uh, this, like the last couple of episodes, has really emphasised this thing of Yaz, um, sort of really saying, okay, yes, we can solve this problem, but the family. Mm-hmm. Because we saw that last week, and yeah. obviously today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I like that very much. Yeah, it's a nice touch. I mean. Again, I think Yaz is the one who ended up being a bit sidelined in this one. Um, right. Apart from the Doctor, this is this is sort of the Graham and Ryan sort of double Show. act like showcase, yeah. um, especially when they're hanging around with King James. Um, so, which is some like some great like comedy bits, especially when they're trying to like dissuade him from uh, starting up the the witch hunt again. And yeah, it's like trying to distract me. Like, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's go. And it's like, oh god. No, yeah. I mean, I what really? I mean, someone on my Facebook feed already was complaining about Alan Cummings' portrayal uh, of King James. But the thing about King James was he was really weird, mm. right? Yeah, and also super gay. Yeah, 
And I mean, you the the word that you said was camp. Oh. And I think that, you know, he had that is authentic portrayal because from mm. the, the historical sources, he was quite camp, although they no. didn't have that word for it. No. Um, also, he had very blatantly a boyfriend mm-hmm. through, through most of his reign who died, you know, and he was devastated by it and all this sort of thing. Um, so the way that Alan Cumming chose to do that, Mm-hmm. is entirely in character for what he was actually like. Mm. So, um, I mean, obviously you're... I think that the little bit of this is how much do you like Alan Cumming? Oh, I love Alan Cumming. Yeah, I mean, exactly, everyone does. But I think that some people are going to be like, why was he sort of mincing about? Because that's how King James was. Yeah. Um, and also he was, like I say, he was basically a extreme nerd. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you say he had quite a quite an interest in... He was extremely religious. Say, obviously, he the the streamlined version English translation of the Bible is called the King James Bible for a reason. Yes. Um. He um. And also, he did have more than a passing interest in witch hunting. He had a load of gear as memory serves. Mm-hmm. Um. But like I say, it was sort of in a spotty kind of train model train set kind of way. I don't think he was actually going and poking people's witches marks with a a pointy thing. Mm. Um. But, uh, yeah, I I didn't have a problem with it because from my own studies, I mean, albeit it was a long time ago, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, and I'm not an expert, but that is kind of how he was, yeah. actually. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of not... I, I say I thought that his portrayal was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did wonder if that... that I did enjoy that bit with, um, obviously, the Doctor and him having a more an intimate chat uh, yes. when the doctor is tied to a tree <laughs> um and the you know i think that this whole th- i did wonder if they were if she was gonna sort of posit you know the thing you know the mysteries of the heart is because you like dudes um <laughs> which is obviously pretty unacceptable in those days mm. um so i did wonder if they were gonna sort of go for that but they were, they kind of rein that in mm-hmm. so um but yeah i mean obviously the um there was that element of him he was like obviously that they 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 kind of hit yeah, that he was extremely kind of hurt paranoid rightly yeah. or wrongly i mean yeah people you know they did put tons and tons of gunpowder under a place it was going to be and we're going to blow it up not long before this episode came on um so you can't blame him almost for being paranoid and losing that paranoia into something that he can control mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that they're on the edge of something really interesting with that conversation. Yeah. Um, I kind of almost wanted it to go further. But mm-hmm. again, um, I think maybe the sort of the... Because I say it's way into the episode before we get to this. Yeah. I kind of wish that that had been given a bit more space to breathe and there was a bit more of it, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I definitely see what you mean. Um, I'm so surprised it took them that long to accuse the Doctor of witchcraft. To be perfectly yeah. honest. Like... Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, it did sort of require a little bit of the Doctor being fairly dense. That mm-hmm. you know, this is this is what's going on. You are a woman. You are yeah. blatantly going in. You know things you shouldn't know. You've got a magic wand. Yeah. They're going to accuse you of being a witch sooner rather than later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it was still like a good plot point to to have because yeah. you know, there's no, if if he hadn't done it, then I think a lot of people would be going, well, hang on. Yeah, you know, they had to do it, but yeah. it was how how soon is it going to be mm-hmm. um, before it, it before happens. they do it? Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and actually, uh, you know, all credit to Alan Cumming. I mean, even though like, he plays, you know, James first as he would be like very sort of dandy, very effete. That bit when he sort of like you know arrest the witch and it's like, oh Jesus, you know. I mean, 
you always get like the, the sense with him that he's a man very much teetering on the edge. Yeah. Like, and this was set up. And another great thing that this historical episode does that I think the two before it haven't really sort of touched on that much is, you know, these people, you know, the Doctor, Graham, Ryan and Yaz, you know, they've got there's all this future technology and this full knowledge and they're dressed in strange clothes and it's never really been like touched on. But here yeah. it's like actually made like there's actually like like reference to it. You know, they're actually acknowledging this. And it's it's just sort of like I know it's a bit of like a minor thing, but it's sort of like a thing you sort of like think that would happen all the time, wouldn't it? So yeah. the fact that they actually like brought attention to her, I was like, Oh, I really like that. Yeah, I did, yeah. I mean it's it's very trad Doctor Who, essentially, hmm. that uh people will kind of comment on the wearing rags or something like that. <laughs> um and um yeah, it's uh, it's not. So, I mean, it's kind of almost a bit of comfort, almost as a, as a kind of a long term viewer, mm-hmm. that these things still happen to them, essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was nice for me actually. I thought, oh good, a nice little bit of uh, of, kind of that that's that thing's still going to happen in in Doctor Who world, um, which uh, yeah, I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the rest of sort of the guest performances? Because I was uh, I was pretty happy with them actually. Yeah, I did enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um, the the young lady playing um, Willa. playing the, Willa. Yeah, yeah, I thought she was uh, she was good fun and sort of not uh, not not ang- understanding sort of the anxiety she's feeling about you mm-hmm. know what is she going to do with herself uh, you know in this terrible situation she's now in and i thought I, I don't know the actress's name was off my head bad of me but the the lady playing becca savage mm. i thought was actually pretty good yeah i didn't enjoy her yeah because again so like she's teacher on the brink of madness not only is she yeah like infected and is trying to keep a secret she's also sort of ended up in positions like being in charge of this like small village and you do sort of like, get the sense that she does really like want to do best by the people she she oversees but under the circumstances anything and everything could be a threat you know any number of them could be witches and again it's like with king james like there's this sort of teetering on the edge of insanity and obviously you know she goes into the deep end whereas he doesn't quite um but it's a really like great performance um and especially like the the bits when like she has the doctor tied to the dunking stool you know, and the back and forth between them. Um, mm. And then once, like, the, the mud zombies show up as well. Uh, yeah. It's a, a really great actress. Um, just, again, kind of a shame that the um, the whole Morax thing sort of... I think she sort of like, goes into a bit panto, really, there um, with that. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to go like, big with, the, like, the alien threats. Um, yeah, but again, I mean, is it... I think that is because they sort of felt the need to put a Doctor Who-y thing in it, almost. Yeah. I mean, I think if the, it, it, this episode has got a flaw, it, it is that um, mm. that they sort of when you know we, we've got. I reckon they sort of got ninety percent of the way there, and when well, we can't just kind of leave it. We've got to have a an explanation, yeah. And that's that is where we ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I'm just trying to think. What else have we? Uh, there's surely, surely more we can uh, talk about with this one. Um, Again, I mean, the cinematography on this is great, and like I love how just how bleak it looks. I mean, obviously this is like set in the autumn because all the the characters it's are cold, like right wrapped up properly. Yeah. Um, um, some great cinematography. I do like the music again. Um, yes, really good. Um, I think like the practical effects when they have like the the flames, they're, they're getting the torches to dispatch the Morax with, and it's sort of green flames, like 
showing us like a copper based um, uh, uh, material that the, yeah. the, the seals made of and all that. Um, it's really sort of good fun. Um, Again. I, say, I think you're. I think you're right with the with the cinematography actually, because mm-hmm. the sort of the view of the trees. Yeah. And um, I mean, because all I was going to bring this up later as a joke, but um, <laughs> all all kind of recent witch things must suffer comparison to the witch, the the film that came out for you. Have you seen it? The oh, the witch. The witch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it kind of reminded me, like cinematography wise, like the coloring and. Like sort of the the um, I don't want to say I don't really know the proper word for it. Someone's going to yell at me, but um, kind of the the tone of the actual cinematography, like the colours in it, like in the greys. So the desaturation. The, yes, that's what I'm asking for. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, it's very like the Vivid, I mm-hmm. thought. Um, obviously less um, spoiler alert, satanic goats. <laughs> <laughs> Which enabled me to do her. I thought was a pretty funny joke on Twitter yesterday when <laughs> they sort of put um, a thing on, uh, like a thing for BBC America, and I mm-hmm. said, "Would thou like to live deliciously? Would thou like to watch a bit of Doctor Who?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, well, I say I've got to get it anywhere, well, yeah. like Philip. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all I, I mean, obviously the reference point before that would be Hammer Horror, oh, who yeah. did more than its fair share of sort of witchy stuff, and like say the sort of the folk horror t- tradition in in this country, um, mm. which has sort of made quite the revival actually, uh, sort of in recent years. I mean, again with the Vavitch and mm-hmm. um, you have uh, you know lots of kind of um, the not found footage ones, but kind of sort of lower budget horror films that. Yeah. Are sort of in you know with rituals and the words kill list for instance Mm -hmm. and um things like that um you know so it was i think it was nice that they had a sort of a kiss to that that Mm -hmm. look but didn't sort of slavishly kind of do it as uh they sort of didn't do that because when they got in you thought there'd be sort of people skipping really sort of super sinister skipping around the maypole (laughs) and doing really weird things like that like you like you expect in in Hammer Horrors before everything goes terribly wrong. No, just have a bit of bobbing for apples, though. Can I say shout out to Jodie? Because have you ever tried to do that? It's really fucking hard. Yeah, that's some mad skills. You did not get a yeah. once, wet once at all doing that. Although no. I suppose it's, they were saving her up so she'd get dunked on like later twice. Yeah, she got, she got soaked yeah. twice. I mean, and it was cold as well. Mm-hmm. So bless her heart. And actually, it was quite nice that they sort of, she stayed wet until she got conceivably yeah. some ways you could get dry, which yeah. I thought was quite interesting. Because mm. normally with these things happen, they're dry instantly, aren't they? And you yeah. know, makeup perfect, hair perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Um, I thought that that was you know it's sort of stupid things like that. You think, oh, cool, yeah, that yeah. was sort of actually thought about the order in which things are going to happen, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, refreshing because they don't always. No. Um, so yeah, um, anything else? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. No, it's quite weird, actually, because, I mean, something that we kind of complained about, definitely in the first half of this series, but things didn't really end properly. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that while this this had a end, I think it was a little bit rushed. And maybe I would, I, I think my major criticism of it is that I wish they'd kind of, rather than go, it's an alien, they'd sort of done something a bit more ambiguous, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think otherwise I, I did enjoy this, but I think that a little bit of it is cause it's something that, um, I mean, cause I love folk horror and, um, I, you know, studied the period. So I was like, yay, nerdy, nerdy joy <laughs> about this one. So this is for me. It's for me. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, what are you thinking for the score? 
I think I'm going to give this one a seven, which feels stingy because mm. I like the performances of everyone once again. Um, I, you know, I love the way it looked. I really, I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed watching it, but the sort of, I don't think that they really paid it off with the end. I wish they left it more ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I wish it had been something, you know, in the ground rather than just like, oh, a scary alien with a scary face. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think the end, that ending was a little bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's why I'm going to go with a seven for it. Um, yeah, I think I think I'll go with a seven. I, I was thinking six, but I thought that might be a little bit too harsh. I mean, yeah. Again, like I say, I didn't really care for the Morax. Um, something yeah. it's like a little bit more darkness falls. Like I said, yeah, uh, probably would have been a better fit, and it would have like made it a little bit more sort of like witchcrafty, if that makes yes. sense. And like I say, I think they were just with, with like the the torches and that. I think it was, it was a little bit too easily dispatched. Yes, I think, I think so. That's the that, yeah, I mean, again, I think that it had some. I think it was really cool. Like when we had sort of zombie granny mm. and her sort of muddy cohort, I thought that was really cool. And yeah. I wish they kind of just kept that. Kept that. Yeah, I think that was adequately scary. And yeah. I mean, because like, I mean, how sort of muddy they looked and. Um, you know, and gross and dead and all this mm-hmm. sort of thing. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I thought they could, uh, they could have gone with that, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts. You can email us at greatestshowsimplysyndicated.com, tweet us at greatestshowpod, or you can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash greatestshowpodcast. We invite you to visit simplysyndicated.com and check out our many sister shows on the network. And as always, we welcome your support. The best way you can help us out is by signing up to Simply Everything. A monthly fee of just £6 gives you access to ad-free versions of current shows, a library of podcasts from the network's archives, and shows that are exclusives to the service. We also have a merchandise store that offers apparel and accessories to both Europe and America. We also have a Patreon, and you can donate to the network through PayPal, which links both are on the bottom of the website. So that being said, thank you very much, Emma. Thanks, Mike. And until next time, take care and bye-bye.